Amen. I don't know about you, but I am ready to hear a word from the Lord. And, and even though I was hearing it as he was giving it to me, uh, I uh, this is such an encouraging word that it blessed me. Amen. I know some of y'all pray for me, but I'm asking y'all pray for me. Amen. I'm not just talking about today. I'm just talking about y'all pray for me. Amen. I've got some decisions to make, and I need the Lord to lead and guide and direct me. Amen. I've got some tough decisions. Amen. That need to be made. But I need the Lord. Amen. To see me through. And I, uh, I'm just asking y'all to pray. Now this sermon helped me out a little bit. So if, if, if y'all don't get happy on it, I may get happy by myself. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I may go there by myself. But y'all, y'all keep us in prayer. Keep my family in prayer too. We lost our cousin. Amen. My first cousin. We lost him the other night. And um, you know, sometimes you know it's coming, but until it happens, it don't really hit you. And we haven't had death in our family in, in a while. And um, it just really kinda kinda hit me a little bit this morning. So just keep our family in prayer and then keep Minister Marquita in prayer too. She and Sister Viola, they lost someone in their family as well and they'll be going down to the funeral in Maryland. So keep them in prayer also. Amen. Turn with me to the scripture that was read for your hearing in the book of Psalms, the ninth chapter. The book of Psalms, the ninth chapter. We're gonna we're gonna read from verses nine through ten. Before his father. His father says, even when you had two eyes, 
picture. Amen. That's cold. You got your eye out, you're tired, you're losing the fight with, a, with your sister. Your sister is whipping you. And it's fine for a shame. So, so, Thor says she's too strong. And, and, and I'm without my hammer. You know Thor and his hammer, right? And I'm without my hammer. But his father cuts him off and says, are you Thor, the god of, of god of hammers? That hammer was to help you control your focus, your power to focus it. It was never your source of strength. Somebody gonna get that in a minute. They continue their conversation and Thor finally says, I'm not as strong as you are. And the father tells the son, no, you're stronger. The scene goes back to Hela with her hand around Thor's neck, holding him down, and, 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 and Thor's arms are, are stretched out, right? And so he starts looking at her with one eye. Right? He's looking at her. His hands are stretched out. He's staring at her with one eye. And then all of a sudden, you see this electricity crackling, right? in his hands, and then she looks up like, oh my, <laughs> and you see it coming through his, through his eyes, and next thing you know, we see Helen, she up in the air somewhere, and then we watch her fall to the ground, but then you see Thor, Thor all of a sudden has all this electricity, because you know he's got fun, he has all this electricity in his hand, and all of a sudden you see Thor coming down on his coming down on his, in, in, on, on his enemies. And so you hear them, the, you know, they start playing the song. Ah, ah, ah. Y'all gonna get that in a minute too. Amen, y'all gonna get that. So you hear that, all of a sudden you get excited because Thor's coming out. He's coming down and, and he lands in the midst of his enemies and his enemies, they scatter because of the electricity. Right? Come on, somebody. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But, 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 but the enemies, so you, you see his other enemies are, are running towards him. And now because Thor understands that his power was always and his strength was always within him, he starts moving the way the hammer used to move. Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, God. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm going to get excited about myself. So now, so now Thor understands that his strength and power was not from the hammer, but from within. So what he used to do with his hammer to defeat his enemy, he now uses his body due to the inner strength and power. He now realized he had all along. Oh Lord, I feel like preaching. Come in! 
Because looking back stops you not only from seeing what God has for you, but looking back also stops you from seeing the attack that is before you. So you can't be ignorant of his schemes. But our text reminds us. But, well, before I get to that, one of the, the many reasons that Christians become immobilized and ineffective in their fight is because they are unaware of the enemy's tactics. One thing he doesn't want you to see is what lies ahead, and that's victory. When you look at your situation through the lens of defeat, you will never press in victory. But when you look at your situations through the lens of victory, you see that your strength and power doesn't come from the outside sources, but they come from within through the power of the Holy Spirit. But what you've got to do, you've got to stop looking at your situations through your physical lens and look at your situation through your spiritual lens. So our text reminds us that God will be our refuge and strength in the time of trouble. And he will never, ever, ever forsake us. Y'all have clapped your hands on that. I said he will never, ever forsake us. This psalm is declared by the title to be a psalm of David. It's a song of thanksgiving for the defeat of some foreign enemy that David was dealing with. But when we look in verse 9, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. It's translated refuge is literally a hill front. I'm, I'm sorry, a hill fort. So it's the same as in Psalm 144 and 2. It is rendered a high tower. David's use of the metaphor is reasonably ascribed to his having often experienced safety in such places when fleeing Saul. You can look that up in 1 Samuel 23 and 14. A refuge, though, church, in times of trouble here, literally means in times that are steeped in trouble. That means things are really bad. Have you ever been there? When things were just really bad. I mean, I mean I'm talking about really bad. And you did not know how you were going to get out of it. Amen. But, but the good news, there's good news. In verse 10, it says, And those who know your name will put their trust in you. To know the name of God is to know him according to his historical manifestation. When one hears, uh, when one hears him name, you call to remembrance all that he has done. One commentator said, his name is the focus in which all the rays of his actions meet. Lord have mercy. All who know God's name in this sense will be sure to put their trust in him. Since his historical manifestation shows that he is thoroughly to be depended on. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Never in the past, so, so far as David knew, had God forsaken those who faithfully clung to him. They might, they might, they might have been tried like Job. They might uh, have been haunted upon the mountains like David himself. They might even have sense, had a sense of being
like in Psalms 22 and 1. But they were never forsaken, nevertheless. Psalms 37 and 38 tells us that God forsakes not his saints. They are preserved forever. Amen. When we look through the lens of victory, it's because we know that God will be our refuge and that he will never, ever forsake us. Come on, look at Jesus. He came, he understood his assignment, but also he understood his fight. Can I pause there for a second? Whenever God puts an assignment before you, never believe a fight is not coming along with it. Hmm? Come on. Whenever God puts an assignment before you, you can best believe a fight is coming with it. Now, I've got to gotta help you out something. Sometimes you think that assignment is for you to do right away. Many times God will give you the assignment so that you will get yourself prepared for it. All right? Y'all hear me? So the assignment will come in 1998. But the vision of the assignment comes in 1998. But the assignment is not fulfilled until 2003. I know I went back a while. I'm just trying to help you out here. So the assignment, God will give you the assignment. God will place it on your heart. God will allow somebody to speak to you. God will put you in a place where you can hear from him and he'll tell you about the assignment. But what happens is we get excited about the assignment and forget about the fight that's attached to the assignment. And so now we put our guard, we got our guard set. And so now when the fight comes, Somebody will help me out. 
They may crucify you. They may put you on a cross. And they may bury you. But God is allowing that burial to take place so that you can rise. Stop crying and whining in the dark. You in a dark place. Come on, let's put our hands together and let's go.